Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. And it is that time again, Wiz. Uh, the 2023 season and, oh, I guess, uh, preseason and NFL camps are going to open up this week. So uh, Wiz and I will do as we customarily have done in the past. Go over each and every team in terms of what we are thinking about uh, fantasy prospects for the upcoming year. And uh, that's what we're about to start doing today, Wiz. Yeah, going to break it down division by division. And uh, just thinking about uh, these drafts coming up. And uh, it'll be here in no time. I mean, our draft, one that we're against each other uh, in, in a league, uh, is uh, we're going to be sitting out for that draft six weeks from tomorrow. So, uh it's um, it'll, it'll it's going to get to, on top of us pretty quickly, and uh, we're going to try and uh, help as many people as we can um, get themselves ready uh, and um, to roll for the upcoming season. Yeah, and uh, lots of excitement uh, in these parts. The Jets, uh, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers, are, are about to be the first team, uh, given that they're playing in the Hall of Fame game this year. Uh, that's going to enable them to start earlier than others. Uh, we went through the free agent uh, period of uh, signings where uh, potential franchise tags were going to get signed, and a couple of big ones did not get signed yesterday, and that was Saquon Barkley and uh, and Josh Jacobs. So uh, they will be on the sidelines at least uh, at, at the beginning of uh, training camp, which means they can sit out virtually all of it if they wanted to, depending on how that works out. So monitoring those situations as we move along. But uh, as, as was said, team by team, and uh, we're going to open it up today with the AFC East. And then we're going to start out with the team. <clears throat> that's been the dominant story uh, in this division for the last few years, and that's the Buffalo Bills last year, 13-3. and three. Uh, Big year from Josh Allen, once again falling short in the playoffs. A few moves over the course of the offseason and, and how things shake out. And I think, Wiz, I think that when you look at Buffalo, uh, at least from the get-go, two things kind of stick out. Number one, their running backs attempted the least amount of carries in the entire league last year. So the addition of Damian Harris uh, to the running back court, what does that mean? Uh, What does that mean for him? What does that mean for James Cook? And obviously, what does it mean for the quarterback, Josh Allen? And and Allen last year, was we've talked about this quite a bit, uh, started the season on fire, was running a lot, had that injury to his UCL. He was not the same quarterback. The latter half of the season, only at the very end, did he start to show some signs of life in the passing game. Uh, but Josh Allen is certainly going to be a top five guy as a quarterback. Uh, but does it scare you that he may not be running the football as much? Yeah, somewhat. I think that's what they really want is for him not to run the ball as much and take as many hits, and that that catches up. But to your point, he's a top five quarterback in all formats. Where you rank him from one to five, I think, is a, kind of a, just a, a personal preference. I could see all, you know, all, both sides of the debate that he should be kind of maybe towards three, four, or five, or uh, you know, if he can repeat some of the stats with the rushing touchdowns, uh, maybe even uh, you know, one, two, or three. But uh, he's certainly a top five. More interesting are the other positions on offense with the Bills and. Uh, you know, when I look at the the running back depth chart for the Bills, you know, I'm going to ask you, is it just Cook and Harris? Because I don't know if I, and this is just in my mind, but it just seems to me like Latavius Murray, wherever he ends up, somehow somebody on that depth chart ahead of him gets hurt. And just going back to the Saints and the Broncos and all those years, um, and he ends up getting playing time. They have Hines as well. 
uh, I don't know how much they're going to use him. So when you're looking at this depth chart for the Bills, to you, is it really just about James Cook and Damian Harris? Then, you know, I think your point's well taken. Uh, I mean, he he's not a spring chicken. Uh, Latavius Murray does have some miles on his tires. Uh, also spent some time with the Raiders. But yeah, last year, he had, by the end of the season, you know, he was in, lo- he was in starting lineups. He was, he was the guy in Denver at the end of the year last year. Uh, not that he was putting up stellar numbers, but, you know, could he steal goal line carries? I don't know. If Damian Harris would get nicked up, uh, is that hard to hard to not believe? No, it's not. Um, Naheem Hines, I think when that trade was made last year, we kind of wondered, you know, how he would factor into things. And really, aside from, uh, you know, punt return and kick return stuff, he, he, was, he was a non-entity. Now, it, whether they can kind of, in, 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 you know, kind of force him into this lineup a little bit more. I don't know. They've made a lot of changes on offense in terms of bringing in a tight end through the draft. Um, but yeah, and obviously no Singletary and moving to Harris, very, very different running back. So look, Damian Harris gave the New England Patriots a, a lot of a lot of hard nose running, especially around the goal line. He was more of the, and, and the fact of the matter is he, he wasn't going to catch the ball all that much, but he was going to get a lot of tough yards. And, and, and you could argue that the Buffalo Bill offensive line is actually a little bit better um, than, than the New England Patriots one. So um, I think there is a little bit more depth that this running back group is. And, uh, and there's a reason almost every NFL team kind of has three and four bodies as part of their, uh, as part of their grouping. Yeah. And then, um, you know, moving to receiver, I guess, the questions as far as the receivers and the bills go, you know, are you concerned about Diggs and what took place in the off season? He seems disgruntled with the play calling. Is there something off between him and Josh Allen? So uh, I guess the questions um, when it comes to the bills at the, at the wide receiver positions is, is Diggs um, in that first tier with uh, you know, the, you know, not not necessarily Chase and Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson, but is he in that group with Tyreek Hill, uh, C.D. Lamb, those type of guys, or are you concerned uh, with what took place in the offseason? And then the other thing is, uh, you know, what what's after Diggs in that wide receiver room? I think Gabriel Davis is one of the most overrated wide receivers in the NFL. He makes the, the you know the schoolyard plays, but he can't be counted on. I kind of liked Khalil Shakir, uh, maybe above Davis, and I think I've Trent Sherfield is there now, and he's just a player that I've always liked and. Given the opportunity, I think he could, you know, be a sneaky wide receiver in fantasy football this year. So, how are you looking at it with Diggs in terms of what's here, and then the other guys that follow? So you you look at the departure of uh, two guys that caught a decent amount of balls last year. Singletary caught thirty eight balls, and uh, Isaiah McKenzie caught forty two. Both of those guys are not here anymore. Uh, so how those catches get kind of filled out? You know, probably some go to Dalton Kincaid. We'll talk about tight ends in a little bit a little bit of time. Uh, I agree with you on Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis does not get separation at the line of scrimmage. He's, he's one of the worst statistic receivers on that. Um, yes, he breaks a few plays and gets some of those long ones, but but outside of that, a very disappointing season for Davis last year. I, you know, you could attribute some of it to kind of the early season injuries, uh, which he never seemed to really kind of get over, but I think I think that's a major factor. Um Shakir, to me, has the most upside of any receiver on uh, in, in, in the, on this team, uh, and I think he got sparingly uh, involved in the offense last year. But I, I think we'll see a lot more of him. I think your point on Sherfield is bang on because I think 
pretty much every time I turned around and watched the Dolphin game, he was going to make two or three really tough catches. And I've already heard comments on the positive side from Josh Allen regarding his abilities. So something to watch there. Uh, Diggs whiz, you know, you saw these antics when, when he was in Minnesota, uh, the guy got thrown the ball 154 times last year. So I'm not sure what the hell his problem is. Um, that's a lot of targets to go to one player. Uh, yeah, he's often seen, um, kind of with these little crybaby act on the sidelines, but you know, sometimes you got to hike those boots up and get out there and play. So I'm, I'm really not sure where, uh, Mr. Diggs is going with this, but, uh, Shakir, to me, is the guy with big upsides. And I, I think you're right to mention Sherfield in that equation as well. Yeah, and then a tight end. Um, the Bills wanted to add some 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 substance to that tight end position. I think they were a little disappointed with Dawson Knox uh, that he didn't elevate to his next year coming off a good season two years ago. Um, and I, I think they did that with Dalton Kincaid. And you know the the stat with rookie tight ends, um, only two in the history of football have ever had a thousand receiving yards. Mike Ditker and then Kyle Pitts did it a few years ago. So you have to temper expectations a little bit with with rookie tight ends. But he's a good player, um, and as the season goes on, he'll, he'll probably be more involved in the offense. Um, and I think the Bills are going to be another one of these teams that are going to try using a little bit more 12 personnel uh, and do a little bit more grounding and pounding, especially with Damian Harris in there. So I like the tight ends, um, especially the rookie. Um, I'm just not sure what to expect in the first season, uh, considering the history of tight ends, uh, you know, when they're rookies in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's right, you know, in terms of t- tempering. But obviously the Bills, you know, they saw this as a, a as a real compliment to what they had in Dawson Knox already. Knox, to me, was you know in the past, uh, you know he's been more of that kind of uh, dependent on touchdowns more more than volume, and I, I don't think that would change all that much. But I think the big question is right. We know this this team a couple of years ago really used that short passing game, and I'm talking about the you know those years where Cole Beasley was such an impact in this offense uh, to really replicate the pass uh, the running game. And you just wonder, you know, if, if Kincaid becomes a bigger part of that, along with Shakir, who I think Shakir will be playing out of the slot to start the season with. Yep. And, um, and uh, you know, Tyler Bass is a good kicker, and the defense uh, probably will be drafted in all formats. Is there anything you wanted to add before we moved on about uh, the kicker and defense? Yeah, I, think, I just think the one thing, was that you, you want to talk about here with, with the defense and offense of the Bills it's one of the few teams in the league that ranked in the top five in both, right? So uh, the one thing with the Bills, though, is is, is they they have struggled. Uh, and, and look, this defense underwent a lot last year. DeMar Hamlin, of course, with, with the incident towards the end of the season. Um, there will be some changes here because Leslie Frazier is gone, and he was a defense coordinator last year. So uh looks like McDermott's going to be actually – the head coach is going to be doing the defensive play calling here for the Bills. Uh, but like I said, this is a top five unit. Uh, they started the season much stronger than they finished. Like I said, they had, outside of Hamlin, they had multiple injuries in that secondary. And they just are, are struggle a little bit in terms of getting to the quarterback, uh, which that was a problem last year. They actually had a decent amount of sacks in the first half of the season, and they completely tailed off uh, in the second half of the season. So... 
And, and with the potency of the offense was, you know, Tyler Bass, despite the fact that he's kicking in cold weather late in the season, um, he's proven to have the, one of the more formidable long legs in this league and uh, not afraid to be trotted out there by, by his head coach. Yeah, I think the, the stat on, the, on the sacks, I think a lot of that could be attributed to Von Miller getting hurt and uh, missing most of the second half. So we'll see if he could come back healthy and uh, what that defense looks like uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Yep, we'll do. All right, so uh, you know, look, Bills, Bill, Bills are going to be taking galore in this draft, uh, in, in in these fantasy drafts. There's no question about it. There'll be prominent names. Uh, the running back, I, I, you know, just want to go back to the running back was in drafts. Do you think James Cook is going to be picked in most instances before Damian Harris? Um, I think that I think it's one of those situations where it's kind of like. Uh, kind of like Mostert and Jeff Wilson, where I think those guys will be taken uh, in in a hundred drafts. Probably Cook will be taken first, fifty, and and uh, and, they, and Harris fifty as well. So I think it'll be kind of like a split. And 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 regardless of who's taken first, uh, they'll be drafted pretty close together. I believe. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with that assessment. I think it's going to be. Uh... Basically, buyer's uh, buyer's taste, if you will. So, uh, yep, that's that, that. That's it on the bills. Uh, like I said, we're going to go through one by one, team by team. So, well done as always, Wiz. That's the Buffalo Bills wrap, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're up subscribing. And uh, next on the other side, Wiz, the Miami Dolphins. You got it.